0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reads and Weeds, the show where we smoke weed and talk about books. Mm. And uh, specifically today, we're talking about notebooks, comedy notebooks and journals and whatnot. And this is a really special episode because I am sitting in Vert's in Traverse City, Vert's Neighborhood Dispensary on Union Street. And we're in the middle of the Traverse City Comedy Festival in... February of 2024 and it's totally beautiful here I think last year it was super crazy cold but we got this beautiful weather and I'm hanging out with three wonderful comics who are performing in the festival Tanner Oliver Melanie Hearn and Sam Rager and I'm so glad that they are the ones talking to me because we hear and see a lot of comedy And some people are awesome writers, and some people aren't as awesome (laughs) writers. (laughs) But I have loved all three of your styles for so long, and um, it's really fun. So I'm very grateful to Verts for having me. Thank you, Michael Tui. Thank you, Jeff. Nice to meet you. And uh, before we, actually, no, 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 I'm going to go ahead and have um, them introduce themselves right? Because I could say all the hype, but (laughs) I mean, I love their comedy and I've worked with all three of them. Have you, did you all do Ohm of medicine? Yeah. So they, I I used to run a show at a dispensary in Ann Arbor and all three of you did it. And that was wonderful. Mm. That went on for 10 years, but then it ended in like 2020, 2021. Loved having you all there. So I gave them little prompts right before we started on how to introduce themselves. So why don't you start Sam Rager
1: Hi, I am Sam Rager. One of the first times I met Tanner, I um, tricked him into a show. Uh, It was a uh, murder-suicide benefit that I didn't tell him what the theme was. Wow! Until <laughs> yes. Oh my After, yeah. After he was in the car and I locked the doors and we were on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Wait a
0: minute! It was a benefit for Victor wh- because who's there? Is oh. that a terrible question? Because <laughs> it <of> is
2: a murder suicide. <laughs> it, 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 it was I mean, I mean, It's
3: still your intro. You you oh. go.
2: <laughs>
1: um. Uh. There there was a husband who um. Who who took his wife's life and then his own, oh. and then they they were putting on this show for um, the kids, and then they had the kids there all under ten wearing an oversized T-shirt oh with their parents' faces on it, oh and selling God. raffle tickets. <laughs> no
0: no (laughs) oh who how did that get through how did somebody not Uh, stop that idea you know what we need right now adult comedians uh, to talk to our elementary school children about why both their parents are gone so how was it you guys did you kill it
2: oh man
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I remember getting home from that show and my girlfriend at the time was like how was it and I was like I'll let you know when I know. (laughs) Like, I don't. I'm going to process
0: this for about five years. I'm going to pray. I'm going to sage myself. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Uh, Look back at my set. mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Sam Rager. Okay, Tanner Oliver. Hey.
3: Hey. Uh, I'm Tanner Oliver, and my voice sounds like this. Uh, (laughs) It just just does. Um, The first time I met... Uh Sam. Not one of the first times. The first time I can remember it was when um the uh Star Southfield had that, that comedy club. Oh. And um <laughs> the first night it opened it was uh Charlie Murphy and it sold out and then no oh, one yeah. ever sold it out again. It <laughs> was just, like Every black person within 30 miles was like, oh shit, it's Charlie Murphy. I'll be there. And then like the next week it's like it's Rob Schneider. And it's just like, I'm not going to see that fucker at all. <laughs> it was, was kind of wild. Uh and then uh one of the first times I met Melanie, she just we were just at a show and she just said out loud, Who got a pre-roll? And I happened to have one. <laughs> I happen to have one, and I thought we were going to share it, and hey, you just chief that. <laughs> thank you, sir. You just, thank you, you sir. Just, I'll be on my just, way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the health points. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Uh. I,
0: I feel like the first, one of the first times I remember me, Melanie, maybe, and I may have made this story up, but I feel like there was this early – I feel like we were at some bar in Detroit. What was the comedy club that I think is still there? But, oh, oh shit. Was it called the 313? Is that mm-hmm. still
1: there? Oh, 313 <laughs> Comedy is still there. Detroit Comedy Underground?
3: Detroit Comedy Underground. Okay, it had to be that. Because that was back when, like, Little Stanley. Little black box,
0: kind of cool, with a bar on the other side of the Oh, bar. yeah, yeah. 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 And I feel Detroit like Melanie day. and Heather were at the bar And you said something to her. She said something to you like, I really want you to stop talking about bone broth so much. (laughs) (laughs) Is that
2: right? (laughs) And
0: I overheard it, and Uh. I'm like, I want to know them. <laughs> I understand this. Uh, at some point, you're like, can we not talk about prebiotics today? <laughs> yes, I understand you're a healthy girl, but does that ring a bell? That's
4: exactly. That, we still had a conversation. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> had she just texted you yeah, like, about bone broth. A, but I drink bone broth, so. <laughs> <laughs> drink
0: your bone broth, everyone. Okay, Melanie Hearn. Melanie's hydrating. She's getting it together over here. She has fabulous nails. I wish you could see them. They're, like, long and pointy pink and sparkly and striped and they'll kill you. They will. I don't know how you get anything done, but go for it. Introduce yourself.
4: Um, my name is Melanie Hearn and I I don't have a recollection of when I met any I'm gonna tell you, Tanner. <laughs> for a long time I couldn't get Tanner Justin Covington and Christian Royce together. And one day, somebody booked me for a show. Christian Royce booked me for a show, but I text Justin Covington. Melanie can't tell black boys apart. I, I know. I swear, I swear to God. They were three black guys with glasses. Same guy. I said, "So who booked me?" And then come to find out, it was Christian. Yeah. It wasn't Tanner. So, yeah. yeah. You know, so that was when I finally made the decision. I was like. Tanner, Tanner, the one that worked at the little gun shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, Tanner, the one with a couple dollars. That's Tanner. I remember because yes, yes. That's Tanner. Um, but Tanner, I just remember. It was like, for people, for me, it's memories. Guys that just pop out of nowhere, yeah. and we'll have these memories, and then mm-hmm. that's where I kind of remember you. so with Tanner it was that instant where I literally was hitting up all of them cuz I didn't know who <laughs> booked me and then for whatever reason I don't know when I think about Tanner I think about that baby tribe. Yeah. Like, I don't know where we was at but it was just like that baby tribe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was my baby track. Um, Sam I one of my memories is about Sam, one of my very early we had a show and it was supposed to be a Christian <laughs> It was supposed to be a Christian clean show, no drinking, you know. Um, and here's the thing. The promoter told us just clean, no cussing. But they don't tell us subject matter sometimes. So it was like really early on when I had first started doing comedy and everything like that. And it was like me, you, uh, Miles, Lauren, you, everybody, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And Sam was on stage and Sam was doing her joke and, you know, she was talking about cutting, whatever, you know, you know, yes, so dark. Yes. and so endearing and dark. And I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the program and I looked at the back and it's like Bible verses, Matthew six twenty eight. 28, it's <laughs> a big thing. These people are horrified, <laughs> horrified. And I mean, it was just like, cause you know, they don't tell us if you want clean or you want Christian, you know? So everything was just a little veil of, and I remember we got back and the lady tried to send an email and, you know, drag everybody and I just remember like, oh hell not not my girls, you know, but <laughs> we were just all sitting there. It was like lambs to the slaughter. Everybody yes. was just going up and it was like I remember Miles going up and just coming back down and Lauren and you and it was just <laughs> It was that it was it was rough. That's how we bond. When you on a rush yeah, show with somebody funny. It's know. like y'all y'all bond. So those are my um my 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 very first memories um yeah of you of them. <laughs> yeah. And why do I vaguely remember that situation at uh, DCU with the bone broth? Because I don't that know. is such a me and Heather thing to sit there. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I
0: was sitting there writing in my notebook at the bar and was just checking in, you know, listening to everybody. Everybody chit chatting and what are they like off set, off the stage and you know and when when that conversation started I was like, Oh, I think I understand their situation now
4: like i get it all figured out like it's a whole thing <laughs> it's and a whole
0: like, thing <laughs> and i feel
4: like you're like cousin that's just always just been there you are not know, that one person like i can't tell you when i met jason but we just friends i can't tell you I met yeah Kevin, we're yeah just friends. i know I, just, I
0: can't remember when i met it, it that's also like oh well they've been around a long time right yeah. <laughs> like i don't remember a, a, a specific thing but i uh D- used to do church gigs but when I did them um, I, I didn't understand how clean I was when I first started and I didn't understand that people were trying really hard to get like 10 minutes so it's fairly new and this guy said I want to book you for these church gigs and I said oh okay and he's like can you do one this Friday you know it's this much money and it's 45 minutes And I go, yes, (laughs) 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 I sure can. And it was the opening of a Catholic youth center that all these fundraisers were showing up to like, this was their party of the grand opening of the Catholic youth (laughs) center. I said like, there's no way I'm going to be able to remember this, no way. And so I went around the audience and I put little little cue cards all around the audience, and I opened the whole show with, like, you get to tell me (laughs) what I'm going to do next, for example. And it was great because I didn't worry. My biggest worry is transitions. Mm. And so people were like, oh, is it my turn? Can I tell you (laughs) what we're doing now? And uh, So it was great because it was a completely out-of-order, weird, but the set worked because everybody was like, I want to go next, and that was the... (laughs) The first time I ever did 45 minutes, and I was so unprepared, and it was just worked because I was like, I need to cheat and (laughs) make it seem (laughs) like Uh, their uh, idea or (laughs) something. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to put us in in, uh, kind of context here. Um, The recreational, we're in Traverse City, Michigan, and recreational cannabis came online in this town less than a year ago. So we're like in this town less than a year into. Uh, recreational cannabis, which is very different from like uh, Ipsy, where it, it's everywhere, and I've worked for growers everywhere. So they're figuring it all out. There's a whole bunch of places in town. The other thing that's happening in cannabis is uh, a couple of senators just re went after the descheduling situation. So at this point in time, 2024, it's still cannabis as a thing is still categorized as, as stronger than cocaine. And as dangerous as heroin. And there's been all this rescheduling talk and push. And I lobbied Congress probably in 2017 Mm. on this exact issue. Like a huge, they do lobby days and all the activism groups go there. This is exactly what we were lobbying for. There was tax things like can you report your money and that kind of thing. But also descheduling. It shouldn't be able to hold a federal patent for medicinal value and be rejected as having no medicinal value. And a lot of people don't understand that that's still the category that it's in. So that's still happening. But of course, it's being pushed again now. It's been election year. Who knows? Every time there's a big election cycle, people hope that a big change is going to get made. So that's what's going on in the world of cannabis. And also, we're smoking it. Yay. (laughs) And that's still good. Um, So... What we're talking about today, uh, sometimes we, you know, on Reads and Weeds, we're, we're talking about a very specific book, or somebody's reading their own poetry, or we're talking about song lyrics or something. But when I knew I was going to be coming to this festival, I really have always wanted to spend more time, like Sam, meets with people a lot and writes with them. And I haven't done that as much as I wanted to, but when I realized, I don't remember when it was, because last night, I was sitting at a bar in this town, writing in a notebook, Having a glass of wine. And I realized, like, I've been doing this for about 35 years. <laughs> you know, I've been sitting in a bar or a coffee shop with my notebook. And even if someone's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, I am writing in my notebook. You know, you gotta get away from me. This is very important. Yeah. And in the morning, I get up and write my notebook. And it took me a long time to realize, like, not everybody is addicted to their notebook and has, like, a notebook in their pocket, a notebook in their purse, a notebook in their car, or phone notes or something. But comedians, there's probably a hundred comedians in this town right now, and probably all of them have a couple little notebooks and they're looking at them. And they're so I really wanted to find out uh, from these three people their writing style and what they, you know, how they go about writing comedy and everything. So, uh, first question that anybody can take is, um, how long have you been writing comedy? Like, were you a journaler, and then you were like, i want to write funny things? Or did you, how did you start writing? Because we're looking at two or three tattered notebooks on the table, <laughs> and Tanner has his and his phone, but anybody take that. Um,
4: I actually, I actually, when I first started, I used to have um, index cards, and I actually started with index cards, and I would put, and I actually still use index cards sometimes because I'll put, um whatever, like, the big subject is behind it and notes and stuff like that. So index cards was a was a big thing for me because um, I needed to get this stuff, you know, kind of short, and that's how I remember stuff, you know, from colleges, put them on an index card. Uh, and then, obviously, once I started doing it for so long, the index cards kind of got, re- you know, it was too many, mm-hmm. and they all on the floor and stuff like that. Um, so then I had started having, like, a notebook that I would keep at the house. I would have a notebook I would keep in the car. Um I have, like, sticky notes. I have just stuff. Like, Me I write too. on everything, you know, um, yeah. pieces of paper, old napkins, and then I transfer yes. it to something else. Yeah, so I have <laughs> notebooks from – I'm definitely a, – a, I journal and stuff like that, but I – for my writing process, uh, I go to the stage first. It's a thought. I take it to the stage, and then it's in my journal.
0: Oh, so you start on stage and then write it down? Oh. Do you go that same direction, or do you write yeah. first and then go?
3: I would say, like, I have the thought. And I used to, like, be in the journals 24-7. But then uh, it's a societal thing of, like, someone will open a book just to see what's in there. Uh, but it is, like, a cardinal sin of society. Do not touch anyone's phone. Right. Like So that's, like, the best place to keep the, the stuff. Because, like, you know, I, I have, like, a couple, like, notes folders where one is labeled like proven stuff and then like I could add to it and then like another one's like new ideas. And then like, I have this like alarm in my phone where like every uh, Saturday for like an hour, I'll look at the the new stuff and be like, okay, come on. You gotta, gotta like put some, you gotta attach a car battery to this, like this has to be, you know, you, you just need more stuff. Um, and then, I would say like recently um, I've been doing if I have like a good joke idea, I'll talk it out in voice memos because the way I'm going to say it in front of an audience versus the way I wrote it down is completely different. Because I think when you get in front of an audience, it like activates that part of your brain where like it's fight or flight. And then like the words can change a little depending on how you feel. So, yeah, that's that's what I do. I
0: don't know if this particular audience... Can pay attention to how long I wrote this story, <laughs> and much. I'm yeah. just now understanding that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to speed that right up. Okay, that's you have some really good disciplines, well, like the I'm alarm and the working on new stuff in folders. I'm like, oh, like um, that sounds real helpful. <laughs> 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 no, I just, <laughs> Shit,
2: I know you're so organized. I, I, I just know, so I, organized.
3: I, Way to go, man. I it's. I just recently got back on Adderall. So that's uh, well, don't worry. I, I have help. I have help. I'm not out here organically
1: just, <laughs> just setting alarms. <laughs> like, right. Damn it. Like <laughs> Well, that's
0: good. That's good. Yeah. Anybody anybody else?
1: I enjoy uh, the, the the physical notebooks still to I my do. to my detriment sometimes cuz I lose lose them all the time and I'm like, "Oh crap, I didn't make a electronic note of that. Uh, that's gone forever." yeah um, but i I prefer being able to to write. I didn't journal much growing up, though I didn't start writing jokes until I started doing comedy i I write them out first, so I wish I had the courage and the vulnerability to like take them up uh, but I was like oh i need to 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 see them out in front of me before i I try to to wing it out there
0: and when you have a big long set um is it written out somewhere word for word the whole set or is it just like basketball dogs mom like is it just keywords after you mm-hmm. commit it to memory
1: yeah for me it's keywords mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes i'll try to repeat them in the order that i i want to uh just in case i talk to anyone in the audience and i lose track of where i was
0: yes oh my gosh uh, yes
1: but I'll I'll be like saying them to myself, almost like what is it when those spies? Um, the the keywords to like unlock their kill um. spies. Uh, the little words, little yeah, the, the it's a, a mnemonic meno-
0: like m- 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 mnemonic device. Yeah. yeah. Or like Did I say that right? Mnemonic. So. M- Device?
4: I think that well, I'm, I'm, I'm not just no one saw it and they had that one
2: word.
0: You opened for John F. O'Donnell once, yeah. right? So when he was in town this October, um, he debuted his one-man show. And he would, um, it's called I'm on Lithium. It's about bi- bipolar. And <clears throat> he's like, okay, I need to rehearse it. And he hands me 13 pages. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm going to start. And I'm sitting there and he's doing it and I'm just flipping through the pages and he, every once in a while he'd be like, oh, did I say 12 fruits? Was that a list of 12 fruits? I feel like I missed one. Did, and I'm going, what? what? You know every <laughs> single word you're going to say? And he did. He'd be like, I would watch him and he would go, wait a minute. That's too short. I need a pause there. Hand me page eight. And he, I mean like every word. And then I'd watch him do it live, and I'm the only one that knows that it's an entire script. And I've never done it that way. But mm-hmm. he start to finish of that whole, I think it was almost an hour and a half. Yeah, oh, that's wow. brave. Because
4: I'm just, I'm like, I, because I, I never, I don't even do my set the same way all the time. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. some jokes just don't come out the same way every time. Like, I, right. Gotta, the crust of the, you know what I'm saying? Like I, but you know, sometimes the ifs and buts just don't come off the same. Like yeah. Every time. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: If something's too fast, the next thing has to be different. Um, so now I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about what's in the notebook. Ah. So I want you to pop open a notebook and let's see what you're working on. Uh, because I'll just tell y'all I've been doing this, Have any of y'all ever seen this book right here, The Artist's Way? It was what I did the last show about. Mm -hmm. So this came out in the 90s, and (coughs) it's a spiritual path to higher creativity. But the point is, it helps you form some disciplines that allow you to get past whatever keeps you from creating in the way you want to create. And all of you are creating all the time, so... It might not be a need right now, but if you ever feel like blocked or like you're blocking yourself or whatever, it's really good because you have to write three pages a day no matter what. And so this is like starting January 9th, and this whole entire book is almost full, but it's not like comedy. You know, it's just like the things I got to get out of the way. And then this other notebook that's just like the regular daily notebook is also going kind of in tandem with this.
1: Oh, that's impressive. Hmm. Well,
0: it's just, it feels a bit, like, dependent, like I, like I must do it, like a little bit of an addiction. Not, I mean, it's terrible. I could have worse addictions, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it feels like I got to have a notebook, you know. I, I need, <laughs> and, and having my phone there is sort of security blanket because I can, like, get something in my phone real quick, but not having a notebook is very uncomfortable for me
4: i have so many different notebooks i have a notebook for comedy i got my church notebook i got my regular journal therapy notebook yes my uh, my budget notebook i got the stuff i'm gonna get done but i might not get done book like okay (laughs) i have
0: most of those things in the same notebooks Mm -hmm. work praying comedy (laughs) it makes it really confusing
4: i know because i just can't have like Frederick Douglass the folk boy on, then, one uh, page, uh, you know, <laughs> on one page, stand in position and know that you are God.
2: You know you <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm confused. Uh.
4: See, I love
0: that. It's like all your humanness just right in one thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: for
0: me. Um, so I'm going to, I would like to share. Oh, this is funny. Look at this. Um, right here i open up this like higher being source angels calling it all in take care of my people Hear the, he, heal their grief send them joyous interactions give them surprise give them surprising reasons to hope send them a perfect opportunity forgive the ones that are hurting forgive the guilt and shame that's on this page next page um these are the songs that i want to <laughs> do the next time i karaoke (laughs) 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 on the very next page it's like could i do anti-hero is that could i pull that off (laughs) could i pull off sir duke that's a banger let's do that you can't hurry love i could probably do that uh yeah on the very next page the prayers all that stuff just rides around together in my notebook yeah so anybody want to dip in show us something you're working on
3: um Well, this notebook I keep for, like, sentimental reasons because it's all full. Yeah. But it's, like, I had this phase of just, like, writing, like, one-liners or, like, just junk that, like, is just not my style anymore. Right, right. But I had to, like, you know, just do that to get to where I'm at, which is, like, the kind of style that I like. But I just used to write down stupid shit. Like, this one says... How to fall downstairs. Step one. Step six. Seven, eight, nine, eleven, twenty-two. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> like, like just, just stupid. Like, just, just dumb, dumb stuff. Fantastic. Uh, like, one of them. Oh, shit, where's the other one? Uh, uh, d- 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 um... <laughs> oh, yeah, okay.
0: Wait, you, wait, falling downstairs. I wanted to ask you about yeah. the evolution of a joke. Yeah. If you've got notes on it anywhere. And I might be wrong, but it has something to do with having one ball and then making a noise about falling downstairs as an old man. Huh. Is that one of your jokes? That is
3: <laughs> not one of my jokes. Do but you
0: not have a joke about, like, oh, ooh, like noises that you make?
3: Well okay, I did have, how does like, that go
0: is I, that not you i
3: I did have my accident in twenty sixteen if that's what you're asking about Yes, but like, what is that what okay is that, that about? was I got in a car accident and i had to they had to rebuild my epididymis and like kind of like you know restructure the other one and okay. so like that was wild because like. Up until then, I'd never had like surgery on anything. I would never even like broken a bone or anything. And you right, mean right, tell me right. the first thing I break in my life is my <laughs> dick? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's, no. that's, that's insane. That's insane. That's like that's like really too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. But mm-hmm. then I don't know. Just to like get through the process of doing that, I used to write. To, it was either in this one or this one. It just like day to day of like funny things like. The doctor that fixed me happened to have a very thick Nigerian accent. Yeah. And he like went to school with my dad. And like every time I would go in the room, he's like, don't worry. Today is the day I fix your penis, man. <laughs> the day. Here we go. <laughs> like, just <run>. <laughs> so I, I swear. This is the day coming to America. But it's like the tone of his voice made me think, man, this man, this guy's, this guy's really going to fix my dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We're going to be all right. <laughs> I don't know. It's so
0: reassuring. It's so reassuring. So that uh, was the one. That was the question for you. Uh, the question for you was, and I saw you at the showcase, what, a month and a half ago? around Were you in December? Were you at the, um, not the showcase, Mark Ridley's mm-hmm. Comedy Castle about a month ago? And I was crying. It was such a great show. And um, <laughs> and you you you're doing the whole the whole you can't rap build up that story, but somewhere in there, did you also say, are you guys hot for Cole's cash? Yeah. <laughs> did you throw that in there in I the probably middle? Probably did. Of story? I was gonna say that probably Cause did. Because I was like, I wonder if that was written in, because it felt felt like a throwaway. Just like all of a sudden, you looked out and you said, are you guys hot for Cole's cash? And whatever the break in that story was, it was just crying because it was so ridiculous <laughs> yeah. how did just, that happen <laughs> how did that get built <laughs> um
4: i i live a lot like oh. you know it's just it just it comes out um depending on the crowd and and where i'm at and everything like that because i could have been somewhere else and was like y'all ready for fubu you know what I'm saying? i don't know <laughs> It could have just been you know so i think for me it um it just kind of comes out. And it's funny about when you talked about the build-up and different jokes that we've had. Uh-huh. And I was looking at my phone notes and stuff like that. Um, you Can't Rap, bitch, has been... I've been doing that joke for six, at least five years. Oh,
0: and, has and it gotten longer?
4: It's gotten longer. Oh, it's gotten, and it's gotten longer. Gotten, and probably not into the last... And it's funny because I was doing the joke and it was cool. And then somebody gave me the tag to do, like, Miss Seely when she puts her hands up and does the like you know till you do right by me you know yes. that took the joke from like one notch to the next notch yes yes and then one day i don't know where i just started where i was like i don't know the spirit is on me i don't know who is in the room <laughs> and then when i and then it took the joke here because now i got people chanting and then that's when i'm walking off the stage and the whole audience is saying it because the joke went from here to here and i'm looking in, in my phone and i can just see where i've been you know writing different notes about the joke or even like now like um i just looked at one of my notes and i'm sorry this ain't got nothing to do with nobody in here but it was just like dead black people still hate white people that's why <laughs> one black guard i think this was about january 6th <laughs> oh, and it was like that's why one black guard held off everybody all the old maids and butlers of the dead presidents was behind them <laughs> 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 Not today. Not today. <laughs> I swept this grass. <laughs> you ain't gonna come in here on my grass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I cleaned this up for <laughs> Jeffy <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Listen, I told Andrew Jackson don't come in here. Yeah. That's out in my- <laughs> so if you
0: get a chance to see Melanie live, you can oh buy a god. shirt that says you can't rap, bitch. <laughs> 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 I have one in red. It's adorable. And they (laughs) also have sweatshirts as well to keep you warm. She also has sweatshirts. Um, So Sam, one of the things when uh, earlier I said endearing and dark, but would you guys agree that that's a couple of accurate comments about Sam? (laughs) Easily you're like, oh, I want (laughs) to give her a hug. But also I think she's fine with all that she's been through. And also she's laughing a lot and smiling. So it's all good. So I wonder what you're, because I think about like you're writing about your dick and trying to make it funny. It's yeah. injured. But I was thinking I spend a lot of time writing about pain and trying to make it fun or lighter or yeah. something like that. But I haven't found the comedy in that Yet It's still, I'm like (laughs) fucking pissed. I'm like, why does this shit work right? Um, But so I wonder, do you just, tell me about your process. Do you just like, that's funny to me? Or are you trying to lighten up a serious thing? Or tell me about that.
1: Yeah, a lot of them stemmed from, from being in the moment and trying to lighten it up for myself, like a mental defense mechanism. Uh, And then another chunk of those came out of spite because I would be explaining like, oh, I'm going through these things. It'd be good to share them. Uh, It it would make me feel better to share them with with other people. And this one comic told me, you'll never be able to do it on stage. What? You can't make it funny at all. And I'm like, no, I deserve to be able to talk about this. I'm going to make it funny. I don't care. Um and, and that helped uh that helped produce the cutting joke. Being yeah. able to, to try to explain it to other people without half the audience is, is going to try to be um are are gonna try to come and, and white knight and be like, You can't talk about that. Most of the people who who say they're supportive of mental health and of people who um cut but have no experience with it themselves uh are are like weirdly the ones they get offended or try to get offended for people yeah who cut yeah Um, but being able to loop folks who hadn't thought about that that was like a good challenge yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: i wanna that's something maybe y'all can encourage me to do we all this year, yeah, say, oh, yeah. He, he
4: wrote about his dick you know? yeah. and yeah. Like, you know even <laughs> yeah. though you can't rap bitch um it still came from a breakup and even the jokes about the white man, like if y'all heard me in the beginning, I remember I was at Ridley's and me and him had first broke up and I was on stage and I had first started doing the jokes and I was like, I just got out of a relationship with a white man and he was on cocaine and they gonna hurt you and it's just <laughs> and <laughs> when the audience was just like <laughs> this. And I remember Mike Eshak <laughs> and Trey Stewart was just like, no. what was that? But I was still hurting. (laughs) Yeah, You can visibly hear it in the material. So sometimes you gotta, you gotta get the pain out. And then as you start getting the pain out, then the funnier. Then it's funny. It's going to be rough in the beginning. I know. It's going to sound real. I'm scared to start, (laughs) I'm
0: scared to start writing just yet about a couple of things Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm like, that's not going to be fun for anybody. They're going to want to take me aside and Mm -hmm. pat me after that. (laughs) Um, but, uh, you know, like, I'm over here and, like, are you all right? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. You're not normally this angry. But I'm just thinking, <laughs> like, why not?
2: Everybody's I love angry.
0: Like come you know what I mean? Like, I was thinking the other day, or yesterday, I was talking to Rob Jenkins, and I referred an ADD, like, organizational coach to him that was a friend of mine. He was like, oh, my God, it was so. And yesterday, I was just bitching and bitching in the morning because I found out that this company had been subscribed me to some shit and taken $500 since October. And I was on the phone with them yesterday. I was just enraged by the time I got to the hotel Indigo, I'd just been bitching at customer service and tech support for hours. And I felt so bad cause I was talking to Rob going like, Oh, I can't I'm being so angry around him. It's so rude. And then I'm like, wait a minute he's my guy <laughs> you know, he, he understands anger he what am understand. I talking about he's my guy for anger I got to figure out how to cross that bridge and not feel like a bitch or something I think that's what it is it's got to be like I never think somebody sounds like an asshole when they're angry on stage really if they if their writing is good you I, know
4: what I, mean? person, yeah, I was going to say, we mm. excuse anything if the writing is good, for the most part. If the yeah. writing is if good. If the writing is good. Yeah. There's a difference between an a angry, and you know, we've heard of that open mic. It's oh, different yeah. between an a angry rant Ooh. and, um, I don't know, were y'all there for Musty Gate? Yeah. Uh, were y'all there for that? Nah, y'all what, for is, that? what is that? Okay, well, you know, like, I went on a rant. Again, it was a shroom thing. Of, and, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was it's fun. But it, it's funny. Oh, like, this it was gotta just last funny. night. Oh no, this was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, <laughs> and, and it was the whole thing about people being musty, and it was Musty Gate, and we was musty. To, we was trying to track down the Musty Mastermind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like who is smelling up the room? Who
4: is smelling up this room? I'm so sick of comics. It's about to be summertime. Yeah. Don't do this to me this year. Do not.
3: I swear to God, some people Don't. at open mics smell like standing water. Like what's going standing on? Standing water Don't do this, this <laughs> year. Don't what's do up? This. What are you doing?
0: Maybe that should be part Why? of the part of the workshop.
2: It should. Like
0: clean uh. your shit up. <laughs> like, maybe we're maybe maybe we're going past like the basic needs of comics and talk about how to get. Booked, and we should be talking about like um, yeah, just yeah, taking care of your bodily health. Like, <laughs> y- your breath's going to smell a certain way, and your armpits are going to smell. People might not want to work with you. if you yeah. your stank ass. Like, <laughs> like
3: stop breathing with your mouth open. <laughs> <And>
4: yeah, <dude. laughs> I need advice. Do you mind giving me a few tips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we
0: go. We're going to start with some certs, some Tic Tacs, <laughs> some lozenges. You guys have lozenges in your goodie oh bags if you're feeling Great. parched at all. Okay? <laughs> I got real aggressive about my goodie bags. And <laughs> I think they're real fun. Um, I'm going to throw a couple things out there that I'm working on because um, I can't figure out what to do with it. But because I work in tech, I'm trying to make a whole like tech set. And right now, I'm too pissed off about tech companies. Mm-hmm. It'd be like trying to write about, well, no, I guess you could write about the weed industry right now, Tanner. I'm oh sure. Yeah. Oh of yeah. course. No, nothing Ooh blocking you yeah. there. <laughs> but one is the word browsing. I've tried it a couple times. But, like, browsing has the connotation. Like, before people started browsing the web, browsing felt like a real relaxed situation. Like, I'm walking down the street slowly window shopping, wearing something flowing, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe picking up something, buying it, not buying it. I'm just browsing. But when I'm browsing online, it feels frantic. It feels like I'm screaming down the hallway. (laughs) You know, like, what's that one actor's wife's name? And why do people in certain countries get cleft palates and in other places (laughs) they don't? (laughs) You know, like I feel like I've got 95 tabs open and the word Uh, browsing is now like this... Frantic screaming sprint, but it's not funny to me yet. Right. But I think it could be. Yeah. Any thoughts? <laughs> no,
3: I, I'd say go for it. Just go for Just it. Just go for it. Cause okay. like, I mean, okay. It's like I said, I, think uh, I need to um, come up with
0: three or four things in the browsing tab.
3: Yeah. One, two, three. Well, the thing is like, okay, even if you're trying a joke that's new, I always do this thing of like comparative, I don't know if you call it comparative suffering, but like, okay, I want to try out a new joke. That's cool. Innocent enough. But like, I don't know, somewhere in the world, some guy's been reading about hearts for four years because he's in med school and now he's at the table and somebody really needs him to, you know, get the work done. And that guy's sweating bullets. And here I am just like, I hope they like the joke about pancakes. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on, dude, like, Just say it. Just, just say it. Just, just do it. Just, That's just, true. just, just do it. It's, it's That's fine. That's true. Even There's if it a... doesn't work out, guess what? That guy still has to pull it off on the table. Dude. Like. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Truth. <laughs> Truth, yeah. Truth. Sometimes you can look at a joke and start taking yourself all kinds of seriously oh, yeah. right before you go. On they're, stage. Like they're gonna
3: hate me. It's like, Why? yeah, well, the health insurance has nothing to do with this. It's okay, just say it, just say it, just say it. It's okay, <laughs> that's true.
0: That's true. What's gonna happen, okay? Probably real real life the worst worst thing that could happen is i'm sort of uncomfortable for about 5 minutes there you go <laughs> that's you the you highest
4: go. and that's it
0: that's the highest stakes of a thing or or you bomb and it sucks for you in your head for about 10 minutes and one of the things that used to make me feel so much better about trying something new is somebody would tell me I'd see somebody at work and they would go oh I went to go see comedy last night so it was, there was some great people and I was like oh okay who was up there I don't know <laughs> who was your favorite I don't know some guy in like a flannel uh. it's like yeah then you realize like you might go to an open mic and you're the best one or you're the worst one and nobody fucking remembers
2: you know, <laughs> nobody uh,
4: <knows>. yeah. <laughs> no. either way uh. no one cares oh, I think you have to for me you know, just even with the browsing, what's funny to you? What makes it? What makes you laugh about it? Yeah, like, I don't write to, I, it's hard for me to, like, I used to try to sit down and write funny. That's hard for me to sit down and try to write right. funny. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of the times, I'm on the phone, like me and Heather, we talk a lot. Yeah. Um. So just in sheer friendship, it's going to come out. So even if we on the phone talking about browsing, you know, it might be like, go we used to browse down the street. And now, you know, browsing get you divorced now. Nah, because if you do, if you browse tomorrow, yeah, you might yeah. get divorced now. Nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like now that's a whole other thing. Right. That now what does browsing make you do now? Because it was like, like you said, it was just something very leisurely. Yeah. The stakes and now,
0: used to be like, I spend like $30 on a shawl that I, I only ever wanted because of like a picture in my beach house that made me think I could write the great American novel.
4: And, and now me,
0: it's like porn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Even though people can't see me, to me, jokes are like this. The joke is, she's doing like a tech- ballet motion yeah, like, over the top
0: of her head. <laughs> the joke <laughs> is, how has
4: technology, how has tech changed. changed everything? Yes, yes, yes. So it even changed the connotation of a word. Yeah, yeah. Browsing yeah. used to be fun. Like the now, cloud. with technology, is it's causing divorces? It got me having anxieties. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So now yes. that's that's the thing. So now you can build on so many other things about technology because now this is the umbrella it's yes. under instead of browsing. Well what does that have to do with anything? You know right. what I'm saying? So you have to paint a picture. comedy is painting a picture. Yeah. So you have to paint a picture. It's like telling a story like you read like how we read a novel, we're just reading a novel without the without the book in front of us. Right, so that's right, me. Like right. take take me somewhere. Yeah. You know, and then then I'll understand you. I think that's the biggest thing that I hear in like a comment is that, what the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you'll hear stuff, you're like, what, what the what are they talking about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a judgy bitch sometimes, I've realized. Like I'll go and, and there's so much comedy. Metro Detroit, Southeast Michigan, all of Michigan is this great comedy scene, people coming and going. And I will be like, Yeah, tonight I'm gonna go out to an open mic or tonight I'm gonna go out to a thing and ninety percent of the time I'm just like what the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Why is this person doing so much time? Like, (laughs) is is no one teaching, leave them wanting more? What's happening here? (laughs) Can I, should I participate? Should I not? Should I just get over myself? Should I leave? I don't know what to do. I'm in pain, right? (laughs) uh, (laughs) But I, I think like, are people writing? Sometimes I'm like, are they writing or... Is it just, it's just that level where you you just got to accept that if you're doing comedy that you're going to hear some terrible shit and then about, yes, everybody's nodding. (laughs) Everybody's
3: nodding. I would say like in some aspects you kind of (laughs) like need the terrible shit because then like the terrible people that are terrible but don't know that it's terrible are just going to get stuck in that pit and they're just like, yeah, I'm with my bros. And you're like, okay, you can stay the fuck over there. That's (laughs) fucking, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like.
0: There's a scene for everything. Yeah. There's yeah. a scene for everything. Yeah. It's true.
3: Like, it's okay, true. for instance, one of my favorite, like, just cathartic comedy things is there's this pretty popular podcast called Kill Tony. Yes. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. And so, like, a majority of the people that go on there are god-awful. They're not good. But it also, I look at it and I'm just like, wow, if they think that this is funny, then, you know, I, th- I think... I think I'm, I'm a God right th- think I'm doing the right genius. I think I'm doing the right I think I'm doing the right thing here. I think I'm doing the you know, my stuff's like original and like, you know, the people I hang out with are like doing original stuff and like right. it's, it's good. So you yeah, know, that just like it's it's it just makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Yeah. No. Seeing bad comedy does
2: kind of oh, sometimes. Because
0: yeah. yeah, <laughs> also it makes me th- realize that there's this entire for, for millennia, right? Mm-hmm. There's been like You know, (laughs) roving troubadours, like, let me entertain you, you know, and it's (laughs) still happening. People are like, I'm going to show up and entertain some people tonight, good or bad. It's an open mic, like, if you've ever been to one of those mixed open mics with, like, music and poetry and comedy, and you're just like, who ever thought anybody could ride this energy out comfortably, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, let's do some suicide poetry, (laughs) Let's do like ten minutes to stand up. Someone limping along, and then let's do some cover songs. Yeah,
4: oh mix yeah. do- open mics <laughs> are be so uh, because God. then I feel bad because I'm like, I'm roasting the the <laughs> act that went up before me. It's like, or sometimes it's like, especially with like poetry or something like that, and they did something like a, a dark piece or a real, yes. you know, piece about humanity. And, you know, and I'm a comic, you know, and I'm a roast the whole piece. <laughs> and now people looking at me like, that right. that wasn't right. And I'm like, man, come on now. <laughs> boo. That's what you get. <laughs> you boo a poet? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, usually the people be snapping for poets. Like, I'm just. I do
0: have this. If any of you guys happen to have, like, some poetry in your notebooks that you would like to read, we can do this.
2: <laughs> While you
0: do it. So, this is here. If if you're feeling that, okay. we have it. Or we could do this. This little, what is this called? ASMR. What is it oh, called? ASMR. How do you do this.
2: Yeah. yeah. We could do
0: that. People but with something. A fortune off paper. That. <laughs> I know. That makes sense. How do you that know? gives me hope, too.
1: How do you know when you bomb as a poet? How oh. do you know
0: when you bomb? As a poet? <laughs> Wow. We should come up with eight <laughs> tags to that and
4: debut them How do tonight. You know you bomb as a poet cuz they're quiet anyway.
2: <laughs> yes. They're so quiet. <laughs> anyway. So is it if you don't <laughs> get finger snaps? <laughs>
4: right.
0: Right. I don't know cuz maybe you t- interpret the silence as like reverence. Oh my god. <laughs> I left I just them of the speechless. Thing. <laughs> I left them speechless. They didn't even know what to do because my words were so powerful. But they're just sitting there like,
4: what the fuck was that? (laughs) I don't know. How, I'm now about to figure that out. I'm going to go to some poetry slams and see. <laughs> and, and, and watch people bomb and see. Like, I've had some bad poetry. Oh, man. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. They'll find out. They'll find out because they'll, like, stop getting invited places. <laughs> like,
4: yeah.
0: It'll be bad. But you know what? They'll never give up. And I'm for that, too. I hope yeah. they keep doing it forever. Yeah, a real
3: Maya, means... Angel-user. <laughs> oh, Maya Angeluser. Oh, my God. You <laughs> stupid.
2: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I was not. sitting
3: on it. I was that's sitting on so it. That's so good. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: That's She's so rolling good. over. She's rolling over out there. that's, that's so cute. <laughs> 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 you don't rasp. You don't rasp. Uh, <laughs> you don't <rise. laughs> Oh, that's, that's <laughs>
0: wonderful. That's uh, so fucking silly. Uh, so um, <laughs> I love a good silly joke. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's another thing I've been trying to make work because I believe in it, but I can't figure out if it needs to be different in some way. Is I, I think it's something like what if COVID was just Banksy, right? <laughs> but I don't know if enough people know what Banksy means. Do people not know what Banksy means wow. that he just dis- oh. Do you know what Banksy means? Banksy's this artist that does something weird like I sold this painting for a million dollars, but as soon as you touch it it dis- disappears and nobody really knows who they are. Like, it's like a famous artist who does oh. weird shit and yeah. has sort of an unknown identity. Like,
3: imagine if Daft Punk, like, painted instead okay. of just make it. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. No one's ever seen his face.
0: Right. So maybe it's just that people don't get the reference. I don't get, when you first started tell, telling your Post Malone yeah. Garbage Pail Kid joke. Yeah. I had to go investigate Post Malone and Garbage Pail Kids (laughs) because both of those were references that were just right outside of my, you know, I was just past this, never knew about that. And I'm like, this joke always gets a really good laugh (laughs) and I just don't understand what's happening. Post (laughs) Malone, (laughs) Post Malone. I thought it was one of those services where you write to strangers.
2: Oh my god! God. When I first heard it so long ago, and then I'm like, "Garbage
0: Pail Kids"? Is that like Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street? Yeah, I didn't get it. And then when I heard it and looked everything up, I'm like, "Oh, that is a good joke. (laughs) It's a great joke." But I guess you're just not, not everybody's going to get the same cultural references. So I want to ask Sam, because Sam has a very good habit of writing with people, and she sets a goal and puts it out there to the world. I want to write with people and goes and meets up. And I wonder what that has done for you. And and do you end up going back and forth with those people and helping them out? Or tell me about that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been mutually beneficial because writing with other people just gets my, my... Brain in a writing, uh, writing s- sort of mindset, and even if even if I don't work on any of my jokes during that session with them, at my it's easy way easier to finish them out once I've been um, just in in a joke frame of mind. And, it's cool to also see what other people's process is mm-hmm. for writing like some people will will pick random words and uh you have to write material in the moment that in group in, like uh, incorporates that um, yeah so it's it's been a challenge but not not like a oh like oh this is a grueling challenge like, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> no it's been like a. <laughs> It's been uh, a fun creative uh, process, and I'm I'm happy that that folks have been open to me hitting them up and sliding to their DMs, being like, "Hey, will you please, yes, take some time with that?" Um, but I was going through a dry spell with writing, and I and, mm-hmm. and that's what helped prompted it. And
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love this book, and it's a book. It's a workbook. You work through it. This Artist Way oh. book. So. If you're up for something that kind of forces the issue, there's prompts like have your 80 year old self write to your age now. Have your 8 year old self write to yourself now. Like talk to your past critics and put them in a cartoon voice and make a little scene and like this this whole fun exercises to kind of get you thinking. It's it's really a good one. You know if what, I, wanna
4: I, ask I will you a promote question. it. So when you write with people, because I know I hear a lot of people say they write together and stuff like that. Do you write? Like, I, I was hearing what you were saying, but when you're working on your material, do you tend to write with somebody that's a little like-minded like you, or um. that your style, like, like do you find somebody, or, you know, because I know sometimes um, people will try to tag my joke, and or some people I don't really vibe with because they, they don't know my voice, so, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, but... I would say like Jason, Kevin, Heather, the, you know, those are people that know my voice. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of mm-hmm. our banter and stuff like that. So I was wondering, do you write with anybody that kind of knows your voice?
1: Um, half the time I do. And then the other half, uh, I've learned not to write with people who have a different voice who just want to try to tag. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if there are people with a different voice who are like, oh, I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? Me having to explain what I think is funny to them uh, because they don't get it right away, that has helped me with like more tags than people who don't. But if the, uh, yeah, if the other person is just, you should do this or that instead of being more almost interrogative. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You should say this, you should say that. Yeah. Just like,
1: no, I don't even talk like that. Yeah.
4: You know, type thing. So I get it. That's why I was wondering. Cause that's why I yeah. don't write, you know, I have a certain one, I got a certain group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will hear people like try to tag stuff or, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. cause they kind of know my butt. Yeah, I've ran across people that's just like, no. Nah, so I, I would just do I'm thinking you should do it this way. And it's like, but that don't sound anything like me. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Have, have. Thanks, a, coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: I,
0: I wonder how you receive or give tags. Like, if you think, it, do you think there's a good way? Because I've got some friends that will come up and be like, oh, hey, have you ever thought about, right after that, saying this one thing? Just a thought. Like, is there any good way to do it where you're like, oh, Okay. Or are you like, leave me alone? Uh, What, what, how do you receive it and how do you give it? Do you give it? Will you give somebody a tag if you?
4: I will. I mean, I'll ask you, like, I'll be like, hey, I had a tag for your joke. You don't mind if I, you know, and then people were like, yeah. Um, And then for me, it depends on who's trying to give it to me, too. Right. Because sometimes Uh if it's like, hey, I seen it's like, I I don't, you know, you can't tell me about the last security guard because you don't even bitch. know. Thank you. <laughs> you can't write, bitch. So why are you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 and I don't, and sometimes, and like I said, I just kind of take it because sometimes I will listen because sometimes somebody just might have one word in there that's yeah. funny. So I don't necessarily turn it down. It's just how you kind of coming at me because I have heard people like, especially newer comments or something like that. I, I just was one and I could, then I'm like, okay, all right, thank you. But yeah. I'm not going to be rude because it might be one word Or something in there, you know, because I'm not going to negate how your mind works, you know, or something like that. But you know, I kind of take them with a grain. Right, right. I um,
3: I will give a tag when like it's pure and it comes to mind. Like for instance, uh, Eric Laux was writing this joke about like how um, he saw a woman uh, in a bar being painted naked, and he was trying to tell jokes. And it just came to me as it's just like, oh, well, of course they weren't paying attention to you. It's like asking like, somebody to watch PBS instead of porn. So like, boom, the P and the P adds up. He takes yes. it. He likes the joke. That's cool. Um, giving me a tag, uh, I would take a tag from either of you. I trust you. You, you know, it, it's it's going to be good. And I, I feel like I can work with it. But if somebody new attempts to give me a tag, <laughs> You got to mic me up because I swear to God, like, like, like the mean streak, like that mean streak from my grandma comes out. I, I shit you not. It was I was probably like five years ago and I was at the showcase and it was my uh, closer about how I took my dad to like that, uh, that death metal show and it turned into like one of my better closers. and I've gotten like festivals off of it and whatnot. And this is when like the joke was just flying and, you know, like it was like at its peak. And this new kid was just like, "Hey, I think," and I was like, "Shut your fucking mouth!" Like
2: just, just, <laughs> oh, before no, he even, oh,
3: no. I knew he was gonna give me something, and I wanted none of it. And to this day, I'm like, he didn't deserve that at all. He didn't, he deserve, didn't deserve that at all. But I fucking Gordon Ramsay this kid, he's shut on, your fucking mouth crying. and put the shallots on. Like, fucking, oh, he's,
0: he's never done comedy yeah, again, dude. I
3: swear to God. <laughs> He's,
0: uh. he's always he's always looking at you on social media going like Tanner <laughs> thinks I'm an
4: ass. <laughs> now nah, I hate it when people in the audience non comments. Oh, oh, now when non comments do it now that's when I don't have no mercy. <laughs> yeah, when it's a non comic and it's somebody on it. So I like the joke, but I think uh, you know maybe if you thought about and I maybe you think like for real.
2: Now that's the one I'm losing. Okay.
4: Like, do yeah. you tell a doctor how to do his job? Do you tell anybody <laughs> yeah. else? Did you tell Brown Brown how to get the ring? <laughs> yeah.
0: Probably. That's the thing. Is those probably, p- yeah. probably. 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 Oh,
4: gosh.
0: Yeah. I'd like to give you some feedback about the way you're wrapping that sandwich for me. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> oh, okay.
2: me.
0: Have you ever tried to do it like a, you've got it. You've got it. You're doing great. Because, uh, like,
3: normal people don't get that, like, our jokes are, like, you know, they're not kids. But mentally, they're kind of like our kids because yes. they are sticking with us and we would be thinking about them all the time and shit. <laughs> yes. So when you like come to critique me on my jokes, it's just like, I would never let you babysit, bitch. Shut the fuck up. What like, right. yes. the hell's the matter with you? Like.
0: Yes. Yeah, what no. the hell's the matter with you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is last night, T-Barb was at the show with Chad and JT. Is that who it was? Chad and JT? Mm-hmm. Is that their name? And she started talking about MASH, like like banging somebody while she's watching mash or something (laughs) (laughs) like the two different people she's fucking with like old men and young men. And I'm like, and then she's kind of whistles the mash song or or hums it. And I'm like, I wonder if she knows that the mash song is called suicide is painless. (laughs) Right. Did you know that that was the thing? The mash song, Mm. which is such an old reference, but like, a lot of people don't know that it's a song called Suicide is Painless, which could be a whole nother, just, just did you know that, so that you could play with it, you know, add it along. That's all. I guess it's not a tag. It's just kind of like a feature to explore. Like and That so could be see, interesting. Yeah. That could be interesting to think about is what and that song means, you know?
4: And see, that's a, a prime example of how comedy or see, like, I know Barb. She, she
0: wouldn't care probably.
4: But she would take but that up yeah. but for her. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I know. So That's I'll be what like, I thought. I'm Sam throw that because a lot of times we'll have something and people will say, I think this would be funny. I know I, as a white man on stage, I can't say it, but exactly. I think it's funny. Or I might say, hey, as it's probably better suited for you because coming from me, it's, it's going to sound weird or it's not. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. So yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of times I will have thoughts and I'll just be like, here, take that. I'm, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See what you want to do with it. Yeah.
0: I had a... a Early, early gig, when I was... I was probably much, much cleaner. I'm not that dirty right now, but um, the, this guy that I was working with said he thought it would be really funny because of just my general demeanor to try some really dirty shit. You know, just like, let me write up something and you try to pull it off because I think it'll just be funny you just trying to do it because it doesn't sound right, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll give it a shot, you know? <laughs> but it was so awkward. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't pull it off because I was like, oh, this is just so not me to talk like this. And I was just trying it. And it didn't come across as that's funny because it's kind of cute, her trying to be different. <laughs> it was just bad and inauthentic <laughs> and terrible.
4: That's why it was it, it was like, yeah. I remember we were at Mandy's and Michael Larry had this room called Mandy's in Detroit. And it was a mm-hmm. <sighs> If you can think of, it was like going into, remember in wrestling, they had those cage matches, and it was like, no holes, bars, and you go in, and then everybody just getting their ass whooped, and then you come out, and you be like, I survived. That was Mandy's, you know. Right. Mandy's had one of those crowds where they would either yell out, like, get the fuck off the stage, or no, you ain't funny, you know, like, or shake keys, or here's the thing. I've seen people get off stage and... The host and the audience will start singing, and they'll give you a funeral <gasps> what? because it bury you. Because I mean, I've seen some memes. We should shit. come up okay.
0: with something like that, but for poets.
4: And, you know, <laughs> and I remember I got on stage, and you know, like I said, most of y'all know my material. And I was up there like, "You ever slept with a man and his his dick little and it slid out?" And I remember Mike Laird and it was looking like, "Man, that ain't even you." And I was so uncomfortable, and it looked uncomfortable because that wasn't even me, but I was trying to, you know, appease the crowd. And somebody was like, you should, you should say this, male, And I'm like, okay. And I'm yeah. like, ladies, I can't stand a man who ex thing. <laughs> and all my peers <laughs> back there looking like, Male, Who are what, you? What happened to Coles? Yeah. And, and with, who is this lady? And I'm all like, and I felt like I lost my soul that night. "Oh." Like, <laughs> Oh, I, I feel like, like you've was, got it back. I mean, I got it back. Like, you know, but it's those it's no times where you take the gig and you just, like you were saying, you just don't feel authentic at all.
0: Yes, yes. And you only need to feel it that bad once. Ooh. And you're like, I don't, ew, ew. I don't that's not know. i never trying. So I want to just start wrapping up a little bit and ask you to think of, is there a book that you've read that either you're just super excited about because you just read it that you want to recommend or it like changed how you think about things. Like I always think about my two biggies right now, top of mind are artists way and um, on writing by Stephen King. Have you ever read on writing by Stephen King?
3: Yeah. Brett, Brett got me that for my birthday. I'm oh,
0: sure. yeah. I love it. That's I've good. read it. I try, kind of try to read it once every couple of years yeah. for, for a long you time. You realize now. he was
3: like coked out for, Lots he was
0: all the, messed up. Yeah, And he then he got run over by a van. <laughs> he got run sh- over by a van. Yeah, <laughs> But um, him talking about writing, it's, it's a pretty short book, but it's so clear. And normally, you know, Stephen King books are massive, massive. Yes. scary, horror, but this is just like, here's how I write. Here's how I'd recommend approaching writing. And it's so like, just yeah. fabulous. I'm always motivated after. But do you have any books you love it, it doesn't even have to be about writing but just
4: one of the books i always loved was um coldest winter ever by sister soldier that was always a really oh. good book and i one of those books that you always want to see turned into a movie but then like it was rumored that jada pickett had got it and she wanted to play like the lead character and everybody's like but you oh no this girl <laughs> a teenager you know what i'm saying come on jada. Sit down, jada you, sit down man so uh, but it was a really good book. It was like, because it was nostalgic because I read it in the high school. And it was one yeah. of those, you know, coming to age stories where the girl will meet the, the guy and, you know, the bad guy. And the, I used to like all them little street books, like, yeah. you know, True to the Game and, you know. Oh, right. All Melanie, like, yeah, Melanie
0: I and I discussed, uh, speaking of teen silly stories, oh, the we story. discussed... Um, Sweet Valley High at yep. the Detroit Women of Comedy Festival and it was really funny. Twins,
4: let me tell you something. We're gonna have to talk about that because them twins are sociopaths. They are like if you put the Sweet Valley High twins no up here now, today, <laughs> they, them bitches are scammers. <laughs> flat out. Oh, it's a scam they're sh- scam likely. They're like <laughs>
0: running like an online coupon theft business or something. I can and see them doing outsourcing like they, they it.
4: definitely would have got caught up in like the uh the juicing and the, the all the like, that's sure. definitely what it had, like the sure. makeup that was killing people. They're at the top like of that. so
0: many MLMs right so now. So many. So <laughs> many, so I'm, I'm, but I also bitches. Album. Yes. Real yes. Bitches. So sister soldier, what's it called?
4: Uh, it was called the coldest winter ever. So the that was coldest one of my favorite books Okay. But now I'm reading a book called, uh, I know it's a little deep. It's called relational intelligence. Nice. Um, because I feel like as comics and people, we're around so many different people. Yeah, and You have to learn how to navigate how these people are going to be around you in your yes. life and have access to you, mm-hmm. you know, in your life or whatever have you. So it's really uh, a good book. It's kind of teaching people the difference between like a friend and an associate and, yeah. you know, uh, somebody you're supposed to help, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. So it's it's really good and it's just kind of helping you put people in their place. Like, bitch, yeah. you ain't my friend. I know. I got to learn
0: learn who to trust again in the scene. You know, when you start working on shows with people, and I used to be like, yes, I'll do that. And then you realize (laughs) you're working with crazy assholes or or control freaks or people that don't do anything or whatever. But that kind of learning when you're in a fun scene and you want to be a part of it and meet everybody, and it takes a while sometimes in getting stung to learn. Yeah.
2: uh, yeah,
3: so um, I'm reading like two books now. One has to do with stand-up. The other one uh, is a little bit more like uh, political. But the political one is a graphic novel called uh, *Persepolis*. It's, oh, I'm reading that. Yeah, it's I'm reading good. that too. It's really we should good. talk about that. It's really okay. good. I like it. Um, it's like not a hard read, but the fact that it's like a graphic novel too yes. is is kind of endearing because like I feel like with a story like that, like a picture's worth a thousand words. Yes. So like just reading about how like somebody has to like flee their country from like, it's a, a little the, girl yeah.
0: going through and she's in, it's like 1958. 50, yeah. It's something. like right
3: when like Iran was like, we're not doing college anymore for yeah, women. And like, like we're cultural just going right back to traditional values stuff. Yeah. and stuff like that. And like I'm one of these people where like, I realize I'm never gonna be like a true feminist, but at least like you know you should know something about a woman's struggle or something. So
0: I, <laughs> good no, work. No. Danny. I, I,
3: I, no, I'm not. Look, <laughs> we got look. the soundbite we needed. that baby, tried. There you go. <laughs> you know there you go. <laughs> at
4: least let me know a little bit why these bitches tripping. You know no, I mean? Seriously, no, you can never
3: get rid of that part of me. I'm sorry, you can never get rid of that part of me. I'm always gonna be like, why that are bitches tried. tripping? But That's I'm willing to understand.
4: <laughs> I'm willing to understand why these toes ain't acting right. You go. <laughs> oh shit I appreciate
0: you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Tanners trying y'all. Yeah, He's yeah, trying, yeah, I'm, to just trying it I'm trying.
3: But um, the other book I'm reading that I'm almost done with is uh it's uh Running the Light by Sam Talent. Oh, um, I have that one too. That one's a really good one and that one kind of inspired me. Like there's like other reasons to do it, but um it's a combination of uh I saw my old boss whose business was just actively failing uh, (laughs) with like (laughs) two subs. Okay. The man owns a dispensary and yet is an alcoholic and loves to do cocaine. So it's like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then, and then, (laughs) (laughs) and then also, you know, you're reading the book and like, Hey, the main character had everything, but he just like fucked up with the drugs and the women and like, and I, you know, I did a dry January and I celebrated ending dry January by drinking at the festival. And honestly, after the festival, I might keep it up. Honestly, I don't, yeah. I don't feel good when I wake up. My right. teeth hurt sometimes. Sure. It's fucking, Yeah. Ugh.
0: No reason to have hurt teeth. I'm over it. (laughs) No no reason. And Sam, what was the one you were telling me about that you were excited about? The thirteenth hour.
1: uh, Thirteenth tale. Not as inspiring (laughs) as either of yours. (laughs) Uh, Wait, did I say the name right? Yeah, or the yeah, the thirteenth tale. Thirteenth tale. Okay. uh, The book cover says it's eerily fascinating. Okay, which (laughs) is another way. Just like a spot on my leg. A lot of incest. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. And, and not like... Game of Thrones incest. Uh, I, Small like, town incest? Yeah. Small town incest. Oh, dear.
0: Okay, incest fans, yeah. here's one for you. <laughs> All
2: <right. Is> that <laughs> good? Good. good, good. Oh, oh man. Yeah.
1: No, I was rooting uh, against <laughs> the main characters. I, right. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like, yeah, more incest. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I. I, uh, the, the main characters, uh, they, the, the book never made it seem like they thought that was bad. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: different time different place we're just gonna yeah okay
1: yeah and the book never wow. said when it was uh so they 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 kept all it was during a time where phones existed uh, okay. which is a big window sure
0: sure and that's a pretty
1: big window <laughs> yeah but between this and then i read a thriller about teenagers whose parents committed a crime and when their parents were teenagers it did like a little flashback chapter and it was 1999 And it was very humbling to Mm -hmm. to see. Oh my gosh! Flashing back to 1999. Yeah, that era is pretty
0: unclear to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could get there.
1: And but those protagonists who I was rooting against them, I was like, teenagers are annoying, (laughs) even when they're written (laughs) as characters in a book. (laughs) They're
0: true. It's true to life. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you guys so so much. This was really fun. I wish we could talk for hours, but you guys probably have to go get ready for shows or come swim in a heated outdoor pool, Mm -hmm. perhaps, if you want to. One of the things I forgot to say at the top was that we can hang out and do this show and joke about cannabis and smoke walking down the street, but there are still people in jail, on cannabis charges all over the country. So I'd like to call your attention to three places that I always promote. One is the Redemption Foundation, um, which uh, raises money uh, to support a couple of other organizations. And you probably know it, Tanner. Ryan Basor. He was in federal prison for four years, and he started the fund to help people um, getting out – getting back into the world. But there's also Glenn, the Great Lakes Expungement Network. So for people who have, are trying to get things off their record. And Josie Scoggins works her ass off all year to um, help people get their records expunged. And they've been doing like, you might know, I don't know. Do you know Great Lakes Expungement Network? They've been doing like 800 expungements or more a year. That's good. Yeah, and so look up uh, Great Lakes Expungement Network and uh, also Sons and Daughters United, which helps families whose lives have been torn about, t- torn apart by the war on drugs. And um, those are three great organizations that we like to promote. And we didn't even need those extra batteries, y'all. Nice. The recorder made it. So thank you so much mm-hmm. to... Verts. And thank you so much to Sam Rager and Tanner Oliver and Melanie Hearn. So happy you were here with me. And thanks for listening to Reeds and Weeds. Bye.